baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Thursday Eve. I want to remind you, uh, President Trump, former President Trump, coming to the Richmond Convention Center Saturday. Uh, Doors open at 3 o'clock. The president uh, will take the stage 6 o'clock. And you've got to go online to get your, uh, your tickets. There's a limit of two. But if you enjoyed my conversation with President Trump uh, right at uh, 3.03 this afternoon. Uh, I think you will absolutely positively enjoy going to the event, and uh, I I would urge you to do so. Uh, What struck me about the president and what's striking uh, so many people as they listen to that discussion is is the hope, the hope that you hear in President Trump's voice. I I, I mean, I I was blown away with just how positive and upbeat and friendly, down-to-earth, funny, uh, he was uh, a little more than an hour ago is when we aired it, and uh, he spoke about the border, the disaster that is the border today. Uh, Tony Pham, who's just a rock-solid guy, I've told you that many, many times. As you know, he served as ICE director for President Trump, and I, I wanted to bring Tony in to discuss all of the border nonsense and especially this ugly, d- disgusting situation that happened uh down in georgia tony thank you for being here jeff uh good afternoon um thank you for having me follow up right after potus yeah. <laughs> the tough person to follow up jeff yeah it's not like you've got big shoes to step into tony i'm sure you can handle this my friend i don't i don't have any questions I'm just about one of the I'm just one of the little guys, Jeff, just trying to be helpful. What's, what's going on with you, young man? <laughs> well, uh, it's a good day. I mean, what can I tell you? It's a, it's a very, very good day, and uh, it's getting better chatting with you. Listen, Tony, I mean, we have spoken so many times, and I know you have addressed this with uh, with people all over the country, just trying to say, hey, take a look at the border. Today, President Trump, President Biden, both on, quote, the border, but one is at a place where there's real stuff going on, and one is at a place that apparently has a selection of ice cream shops. Let let, let me be clear to your listeners, Jeff. Uh, Of the two people that have been to the border, as you mentioned today, there's really only one president that cared enough about uh, securing our southern border and stemming the the illegal flow of immigrants, and that's President Trump. Uh, President Biden going to the border right now, in my estimation, is probably in response to the most recent Gallup poll that catapulted immigration to the very top of the list since 2019 of major concerns to the American people. So that only indicates to me that um, the current president is only there for face value and, and is only trying to politicize an issue that President Trump cared deeply about to protect this nation. Let's talk about what President Trump did to protect this nation and what the the Biden administration from top to bottom, side to side, has done to, unless I'm misreading it, just destroy everything that President Trump did. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, in, in the three short years, let's talk about the data, right? Because I'm a data-driven kind of fellow as an attorney. You know, yep. in the short three years, we had close to over 7 million border encounters under Biden. You know, we've, we've witnessed 3.3 million illegal immigrants being intentionally released, intentionally released into the interior of the United States. Uh, we've identified 1.8 million known gotaways who evaded apprehension to sneak into our country. And this is, a, a, this is in addition to the thousands upon thousands of pounds of illicit fentanyl that had poured into our country, uh, as well as the increase in the human trafficking uh, in forced labor issues. Um, con- contrast that to the, years that pre- the four years that President Trump was in office. You know, he stemmed the tide of illegal migration into our country, by, by completing 571 miles of that border wall, yep. uh, he created a very unique footprint called Remain in Mexico, the migrant protection protocols that keeps individuals in Mexico while they still receive their day in court to, to lobby and uh, lobby for their asylum claim, right? Um, to, to be able to keep them outside of the United States as opposed to releasing them into the interior, but also ensuring that they still received uh, their their day in court. He expanded. It's a little thing that most people didn't know. Expedited removal authority. Um, mm-hmm. President Obama had handcuffed us to 50 miles within the port of entry. If we had encountered an illegal migrant within 50 miles or outside of 50 miles, we couldn't put them in expedited removal. Wow. President Trump pushed for a nationwide in, uh, encounter authority that uh, that we were successful in winning after the the leftist sued us in court. And we won that court hearing called Make the Road to York. You know, he implemented a regulation that people sued us on called third country transit, prohibited individuals from lawfully claiming asylum if they left their native country and passed through another country on their way to the United States, indicating that, again, you could have claimed asylum if it was a real claim of asylum. You could have claimed asylum in that other country as opposed to wanting to come to the United States. On a side note, Jeff, the President Biden reinstituted that rule after he pulled it back, which caused a big kerfuffle. I mean, let's talk about Title 42, um, you know, the public health expulsion authority that allowed CBP to, to immediately expel mm-hmm. migrants who illegally crossed the border and were apprehended. But most importantly, and I'll book in this on all the positive things that President Trump was able to do, he eradicated catch and release. He made sure that people like that individual illegal immigrant from Venezuela who committed that horrific murder of Miss Lake and Riley down in Georgia, he eradicated catch and release and individuals like that would have been apprehended and immediately placed in detention pending their removal hearing. Um, those were all of the positive things that I witnessed firsthand during my tenure in service uh, at ICE that actually played together uh, as, as puzzle pieces that put together a strong border security platform as well as an enhanced interior enforcement footprint that empowered our ICE officers to complete their mission that they were uh, authorized to do by Congress. Tony Pham is joining us. Tony served as ICE director. Tony has a wide variety of things on his CV, including running his own jail. And Tony, I, I don't... 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. If you have any hobbies, but you want to drop by uh, the Richmond City Sheriff's Office, you might be able to uh, just lend a few tips down there. Uh, uh, let me ask you about the asylum portion of it. Now, you addressed it there, but I want to be very clear. And I, I, if you don't mind, I'd like you to go into a little bit more detail and just tell me if I'm wrong here. My understanding when somebody says, hey, I have to flee country A because my life is in danger. Uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be killed. I'm going to be tortured. So I flee from country A. I get to country B. Country B doesn't have any threats against me. I'm supposed to stay in country B and make my asylum claim, not continue on another, I don't know, 500 miles to country C, because frankly, country C is a much better place than country B. Am I am I reading that right? You're, you're hitting the nail right on the head, Jeff. And that's why President Trump put in place or attempted to put in place the third country transit prohibition, mm-hmm. uh, which exists now under President Biden. It's simply because if there was a legitimate claim, so typically what happens is you, if you show up at the doorsteps at a port of entry, which is right. typically where we want individuals to report and surrender for inspection, you claim your, you, you lobby your claim for asylum, then you can get your credible fear determination. And the INA, the Immigration Nationality Act, sets forth some very, very limited uh, sections um, that would qualify for, for asylum, right? And the credible fear hearing would, would determine that. But here's the point. You can have that, C, I would call it the CF, you can do that while in detention. If you're a single adult military-aged male, I, I suspect under uh, that person would not be released. They would be held in detention for safeguarding uh, and for vetting and for, for the hearing purposes. Um, but you're right. Let's go back to the third country transit. You are, if it's a valid bona fide claim that you're facing persecution for religious or sexual orientation or political persecution, the moment you're able to flee that host country where you're claiming you, you suffer from all of that, then there should be no reason to continue on when you're outside of that country and you can, you can file for asylum in the next country you set foot in. Okay. All but right. a lot of these caravans, there are individuals who have false claims of asylum who pass through multiple countries, Jeff, on their way to the United States, knowing that under this administration, they will be released into the interior of the United States with nothing more than an NTA, what we call a notice to appear, and a promise to show up at your next immigration court date. I have a bottle of whiskey on it, if if you can guess the total number of people that actually will show up. Wow. I mean, it, it, it is fascinating, Tony, for all the wrong reasons. And, and I forget who I was chatting with. Um Somebody who who used to be sort of in in the circle, uh, in DHS and ICE and CBP and the rest of it. But somebody said uh, you need to remember that ninety percent does that sound about right? Ninety percent of asylum claims are are not valid. They're 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 dismissed. <laughs> they are, and you know what's what's offensive and and horrific as someone who came to this country through the refugee process, right? Yeah. Who became a naturalized citizen is. 
the more we allow individuals under the auspices of feeling good about ourselves or feeling compassionate, right, uh, that, that Americans typically are, we are, I, I need y'all to know, we, we are the, one of the most generous nations on the planet when it comes to immigration policies. One of the most generous, right? Yep. Think about the 10% family members who have, in fact, fled real persecution who, who have to now wait. I, I think I'm hearing from my colleagues over at the, that I used to be with the uh, principal legal advisor's office. Right. We are now faced with five years before they can actually get their day in court to have their asylum claim heard. Wow. In Miami alone, there is one million individuals on what we call the non-detained docket. Meaning these are people out in the community waiting to go to court to plead their case. One million. Jeff, let me tell you, when I left service in, in 2020, our docket possessed a total of 1.5 million people mm. waiting for their hearing. Mm -hmm. But alone, it, over 600,000 in New York City on the non-detained side and over 1 million in Miami, it is an unsustainable uh, process mm. where the real victims in all of this are the individual migrants who do have a bona fide claim for asylum and are yep. desperate to flee their country and America truly is the, the last bastion of hope and opportunity for them like so many families who fled Vietnam. Yeah. You know, this, this, is, this is what's horrible about this administration right now, thinking they're doing good by flooding our communities uh, with individuals we know who do not have a bona fide claim for asylum. Wow. Well, uh, Tony, I appreciate you being here. My sincere hope, and you don't have to say yay or nay, but my sincere hope is that with a Donald Trump victory in November, that uh, Tony Pham and Mark Morgan and Tom Holman and Chad Wolf get to put the band back together and uh, go, go up to D.C. again. I'm sorry, Mrs. Pham, but go up to D.C. again and uh, clean up the mess that's been created these last couple of years. Jeff, thank you for your, for your vote of confidence. I just want you to know, as you always know, I, I live a life of service. And if I'm called to serve my country and if I'm called to serve my community and my president, uh, you can be rest assured I will probably answer that call. No doubt about it. God bless you. I love you, Tony. Thank you for being here, my friend. That is Tony Pham. He is he's a great guy and his insight on what is happening as we speak uh, as this nation is flooded with illegal aliens. 90% plus of the folks, quote, claiming asylum are not eligible for asylum. They won't ever be granted real asylum. You know, it's just not going to happen. But it's going to take five years at, from this date, if they enter illegally today, five years they will be in the interior of the United States before they can even get a court date. You know what that means? They are in every part of America. In other words, every state is a border state. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 